0: Hello, assalamu Alaikum everybody, and I am back, still hoping you're all safe, sound and healthy, but I just uploaded my recent podcast, so, um, as promised, follow-ups, um, as I said, the integrity of Islamabad High Court was under question, it was deemed suspect, So I guess they took that into account knowing that the public was already pretty suspicious. And so they finally uh, made a sensible decision as per law. They declared that no more cases should be registered against Imran Khan and he was not. they were not allowed, NAB and any other law enforcement agencies were not allowed to arrest Imran Khan or to harass him in any way, and that he was uh, given bail of two weeks. But I also, again, find that very, very uh, dangerous, that he's given bail of two weeks, which means anything can happen. And the... Uh, there's one thing that is really laughable. It's it's beyond ridiculous. Um, Maryam Aurangzeb, having recently learned English, uh, having lived in our taxpayers' money in England these last few years, um, she goes and gives this interview to Sky News where she says that Imran Khan was not... Uh, arrested by the government, and that the government had nothing to do with it and was not involved, and that if the government wanted to eliminate Imran Khan, it wouldn't have waited fourteen months, and that the, uh, it was NAB, it was strictly between Nab and Imran Khan, and that it was a purely uh, legal ramification. Um, here is my question: If the government has nothing to do with Imran Khan's arrest, then why is the government threatening the judiciary? I don't get it. If the government is not involved, and if it has nothing to do with political agenda, and if it has nothing to do with revenge, and if it has nothing to do with uh, the USA's mission to eliminate Imran Khan, then why is the government threatening the judiciary uh, for making uh, legal decisions um, you know, that contradict whatever it is that the government plans for Imran Khan? So there there in itself you know that that is a contradictory point uh and then on the other hand another laughable incident is that um up until imran khan was arrested maryam nawaz kept on screaming her ass off after all these multiple plastic surgeries that she's been doing again uh thanks to our money and uh she's coming screaming her ass off talking about how the public elected this government and how the public is fed up of Imran Khan. And so now why is she the enemy of the public? And why has she run away all of a sudden? Why has she changed her tune? Same as with Bilawal. Bilawal was going on saying that Imran Khan was selected and Bilawal is elected. So tell me, why is the elected government right now fighting with the public? And why is the elected government... Uh, threatening the public and the judiciary and why is the elected government suddenly changing tune and why has it deployed the army to clash with the public and why has it deployed police forces out of their jurisdiction punjab police has no jurisdiction in islamabad islamabad is the capital city of pakistan islamabad has its own police and yet it was the punjab police that was sent with the rangers to abduct Imran Khan from Islamabad High Court on Tuesday why Uh, if the if the government was not involved then who sent Punjab police to Islamabad High Court where they have no jurisdiction and who bypassed this law who broke this law uh, and you know why was maryam aurangzeb and rana Sunala, why were they taking turns to threaten the judiciary why was the parliament threatening the judiciary even before the arrest of ik you know imran khan so tell me about that first please explain that to me explain it to all of us and then you know uh, as always they sent their own hired goons to wreak havoc to cause chaos uh, to initiate violence And then they arrested those goons pretending that they were PTI supporters or protesters, which obviously they're not, uh, because uh, PTI members do not even recognize them. Uh, Then, uh, on the other hand, they have been arresting every single member of the political party, as we know, every single senior member, especially who were ex-ministers, foreign ministers, uh, both on national and provincial ministers. Uh, The whole party's leadership has been arrested. And then, uh, again, uh, once the judges declared uh, bail and they said that nobody should harass Imran Khan, still the government showed defiance by not only threatening the Islamabad High Court this time, but also, also by uh, Rana Sanawla uh, literally threatened uh, the public as well. And also... uh, they th- they defied the court. They very openly, belligerently defied the court by not letting Imran Khan out of the court, which I think uh, the judges need to be blamed here because the judges knew the situation. I think it was the judge's duty to ensure that, uh, that uh, Imran Khan left the court before they left. They should have ensured his departure, which they did not. So it's 10 o'clock at night now, which means that it is... Uh, at least eight hours have passed. They did not allow <clears throat> Imran Khan to go to the washroom as usual, which they've been doing for the last three days. They did not allow him to leave the court's premises. They kicked all his lawyers out. They shut off the lights of the court and they created an artificial scenario where they pretended that somebody else was firing in protest right outside of the court but it was actually again one of their own people um the fact that there was firing going on and yet the police was very calmly just patrolling the court premises that said everything the fact that they ran towards the the uh the area where the suspects were uh well after the firing took place is also suspect and it's it's really weird because um, I mean it was so obvious really when I mean, you were turning off the lights of the court and suddenly at that same time suddenly some somebody decided to uh, start firing outside the premises of the court yeah right you know so everybody knew that something was up and once again an alarm was given that they were trying to uh, look for a way to eliminate Imran Khan. But uh, this time Imran Khan decided to now uh, basically threaten the illegal uh, detainment uh, by telling them that if they did not let him out within 15 minutes, if they did not allow his security and his cars in within 15 minutes, then he would uh, make a decision to engage the public. And I think that scared them off because, again, you know, those who claim to have come with our mandate, uh, they're scared of us. That tells you everything. And so finally, they have assured uh, him and the public and the media that cars, that his cars and his security are allowed to come, that they agree, the green signal has been given. But I'm waiting for the cars to actually <laughs> get into the premises and I'm waiting for Imran Khan to, to actually sit in one of those cars and leave because that is not yet happened and it's a little past ten p.m. right now, so there is that, um, and I, I mean there are a lot of you know as usual I mean it's it's beyond ridiculous uh, how our government illegal government U.S. imported government has so openly gone against the public. So openly, so fearlessly, told everybody that they're above the law, that they have only one master, and that's the United States of America, and the fact that they are basically telling us that Pakistan is all but sold out, you know, and that they're just trying to finish the last mission, you know, eliminate the last threat, the last obstacle before the U.S. sets a foot in, and it's it's it's. Uh, I wouldn't call it alarming because this is something that the country was moving towards. This was, some, this was the direction the country was moving towards with these people in power. And uh, it was to stop this from happening that we put Imran Khan up there as prime minister. But obviously because he did not have the full government support, he failed. Uh, and he was unceremoniously toppled by the United States because he wouldn't budge. And it's, it's even more funny that the UK, which is also hugely responsible for this whole, whole situation, giving refuge to terrorists in England, uh, you know, Nawaz Sharif and Al-Tafasan both wanted criminals uh, living there in luxury in, in the UK. And the UK actually has the gall to say that it's our internal matter. You created this shit, you know, you have our money you wouldn't return our money to us. You chose to instead give your spies uh, refuge in your country. And you are the ones who are behind all of this. You are the ones who have been constantly interfering. And that, that is where another question comes in, which proves my point. If this was Imran Khan's tenure and all this was going on, I bet you a hundred times, um, America, UK, they would have been the first to close down their embassies and call back Everybody. Um, And then other countries, other Western countries would have followed suit. Now, when Pakistan is truly unstable and there is a war brewing... Nothing from the UK or the United States, nothing from other countries. Nobody's saying, oh, Pakistan is dangerous. You know, nobody's recalling their ambassadors, nobody's closing the embassies, nobody's recalling their diplomats. Nothing. Everything is fine and smooth, fine and dandy. Why? Why? I mean, seriously, why? Why haven't you recalled your diplomats? Why haven't you closed down your embassies? Why? Because you are involved. Because everything is going exactly as you planned. And now America's is shitting its pants because the anti-American uh, sentiment has uh, once again risen so high. They thought that it was only because of Imran Khan that we became anti-American. You're wrong. We've been anti-American for quite a while when we've seen the way you've been manipulating us or trying to manipulate us. And right now the dollar's uh, strength in Pakistan has uh, tr- more than tripled even. So the rupee has crashed, and it has been crashing on a daily basis. Shabazz Sharif, uh, he has this weird thing where he always does something, and then he makes remarks on his own doings as if it is done by somebody else. Uh, So his latest remark, his latest statement being, uh, you know, uh, pushing Pakistan on the brink of crisis. Well, hello, who's who's doing that? Imran Khan's definitely not doing that. You're the one, you're the prime minister. You're rushing off to England to take orders from Nawaz Sharif, who in turn is taking orders from God knows who. And then you come rushing back in order to tell uh, the rest of the government what to do. I mean, how idiotic can you be? You know, how stupid do you think we are? And You think that this two weeks bail is going to calm the public down? The public is not stupid. Again, you're not dealing with your generation who are hypocrites, and who will love to turn a blind eye and are cowards. You're dealing with our generation and the generation beneath us. And we are anything but uh, cowards and hypocrites. So we call a spade a spade. So. We're just looking for a chance to kill you all off, to be very honest, because there is only one way to deal with a fascist government. There's only one way to deal with a cruel and sadistic government, and that is through cruel and sadistic ways. Okay? There is only one way. Anybody who says otherwise is a liar or extremely stupid, because history proves that. History proves that the only way to kill a cruel king, the only way to get rid of a cruel king is to kill him cruelly. Or just kill him, right? So these people need to be eliminated. The people who really need to be eliminated are the PPP, the PMLN, the PDM, the whole caboodle. They need to be eliminated, okay? Mariam Nawaz needs to be killed. Seriously, it's off with her head right from the start. Nawaz Sharif needs to be killed. Shabaz Sharif needs to be killed. Hamza Sharif needs to be killed. They all need to be killed. Why? They've been mass murdering our public, And they have been subjecting people to cruel tortures. They have been killing people for no reason. And they are so notoriously sadistic that they have been known to boil people to death. They've been known to burn people alive. Okay, so such people deserve no kindness. Thank you very much. That is what has brought us to this brink today excessive kindness, which is actually essentially cowardice. Because sometimes justice is not peaceful, it's not kind, it's ruthless, it's cruel, it's sadistic. It's an eye for an eye and a tooth for a tooth, so you can't say that, oh, you know, they've killed everybody, but let's not say anything to them, let's not do anything, to. Them. that's not justice. That is where you encourage crime and you encourage criminals, and that is where you breed victims and you breed more crime by letting them get away with it and I think that this is the public sentiment right now as well that it is you know kill or be killed because these people are not going to stop Imran Khan made the same mistake I've said it before Imran Khan made the same mistake he thought that no 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 we're not going to be as cruel as they are we're going to do it by the book and look at them Look at how they're reacting in return. Look at what they've done. They have come back with a full vengeance and with 100% of U.S. dollars backing to fulfill the agenda of very, very speedily destroying the country. Because now the U.S. is running out of time. So the people are not going to tolerate that. That is a fact. That is a fact that this generation is just not going to tolerate it anymore. We have suffered more than enough. I know that I have been reiterating many 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 of, uh, how do I say, many things really uh, regarding the US, regarding the agenda, regarding what the government is doing, regarding the mistakes made. I get that. But then you see that is how it, what can we say, what what, what more can we say or do to make things any clearer? Um, The fact that even Amnesty International had to jump in and say that the government must uh use restraint, and must not push the public, and must open all the internet. And now the government, after being threatened, as I said, the government would actually it would be fatal, very very fatal for the government if it completely shuts off the internet, because the people are going to get. I mean, today, as you know, the internet is even more important than your own country. So, but that apart, actually, because uh, Imran Khan had co- almost completely digitalized the country, uh, for the first time in history. And uh, many, many small businesses, many, many independent uh, businesses, many freelancers um, have had opportunities because of that. And Shabash Sharif, as I said, you know, the, the fact that he does something and then he talks about it as if it's done by somebody else, the idiot, the the, the stupidest man of the century. Actually, he's not even stupid. I mean, that if anything, that proves our point that this government is deliberately set to destroy the country. So not only did he did empty the treasury as soon as he came, uh, he stole, as usual, all the tax money, and then he increased taxes, and he put taxes on every single thing, and then he increased... Uh, the rates of electricity and gas even, which has never been done really, not gas. And then he increased the rates of petrol and he kept on and on, you know, just making lives miserable and even, even something that nobody could ever think about. This is, you know, our staple food, flour, wheat, you know, every single day, the rates of wheat and sugar are being increased I mean, this is, this is something that we produce and export, you know. But then he shut down imports. Yeah, he shut down imports as well. And now, you know, we're getting these messages uh, by the government saying that any foreign transaction will be, uh, will be illegal as per State, of, uh, State Bank of Pakistan, you know. And, I mean, hello? I mean, this is the same government that once when Nawaz Sharif was in power, he froze all foreign accounts and he stole all the money and till date he has not returned a single cent of that foreign currency of those foreign accounts that he froze it's been 30 years yeah so now he shuts down the internet for 3 days and he says that he plans to keep it shut down until an indefinite period causing the telecom industry Billions in loss per day, per day, and causing businesses millions in loss per day, and causing freelancers their jobs, and causing independent workers, and delivery, uh, online deliveries and takeouts and food industry and everything, the the restaurants and the, uh, the online food delivery, apps they have suffered a huge loss. The restaurants have had to throw the food out because they got wasted. Um, Delivery men are lining uh, the pavements of the companies, um, looking for jobs. People cannot send orders given, you know, uh, because they have no way to contact the delivery men. so, you know, everybody's being affected. Small businesses especially being affected, but even even other businesses which were already affected thanks to Shahbaz stupidities now have all but closed. So, yeah, so excuse me, why shouldn't we claim that you're here to shut down the country, to destroy the country? And this is why I keep on saying that the public needs to paralyze the country if you really want to get rid of them once and for all without any bloodshed. You need to shut down the country. This is what the public wanted to do the day Imran Khan was ousted, but Imran Khan stopped us, which was a big mistake again. Imran Khan seems to keep making these stupid mistakes. He seems to keep forgetting that this is not a civilized country. This is already a banana republic. So we need to deal with it the way it is. And if you want no bloodshed and you want immediate effective measures, then... We need to shut down the country completely. It's not like we're earning anything. Everything is already shut down basically thanks to the government's incompetence and corruption. So we need to paralyze the country. We need to freeze the state completely. And that is how we can push them out. There's no other way. And so this is me signing out. Um, Imran Khan plans to, just before I go, Imran Khan plans to come to Lahore and obviously everybody knows what that means and that is why actually the government had commanded the police and the rangers to stop Imran Khan from leaving the court. They wanted to delay the process because we all know what's going to happen when Imran Khan comes to Lahore. When he comes to Lahore, everybody's going to come out. Every single body. All those who were hesitating, waiting, waiting thinking wondering they will also come out so this is once again going to be a massive public gathering and a protest on a massive scale which again the government is going to censor through mainstream media and they might again start blocking signals and internet wi-fi so you need to be aware of that so until then this is me signing out take care stay safe stay blessed قد حافظ